But let's not skip over what you just said. He does not have to explain. And I think one of the lessons that Mm. I take away from Elon, especially like now being in this next phase of like, you know, my founder journey, et cetera, is it's the difference between speaking and statements and questions, right? Like he, he, when, when he's saying something, he don't leave no room for questions, even if he may be wrong and he'll admit that he's wrong or he may not be a hundred percent confident, but you could tell when somebody isn't, isn't moving with the kind of bravado of like, not it, this shit happening. It's more of when will it happen? And I think that's something to learn from. Yo guys, what's up? What's up? Welcome back to another week. This week went by fast as hell for me. I can't believe it's Thursday already. Yeah, like it just it just started. It yeah, real quick, very much. How, how was that week, man? I mean, I'll say um, my week partially was great. Um, but what I will say is, I need LA to get back, like, like back to LA. Like it, it's kind of been a little cloudy in terms of weather. Little, or what do you mean? Yeah. Yes. In terms of LA is connected to the weather, man. The vibe's connected to the weather. So the weather not how LA is, you know what I'm saying? The vibe also not either. You know, you feel me kind of like with COVID, but um no, nah, it's just like cloud it'd be cloudy and shit. Like I don't know what's Somebody going said on, it was so. snowing. Somebody said it was snowing it, in Santa It was snowing in Santa Monica. No, bro, really? I seen the video, bro. Yeah, I saw it on video, bro. These days, you never know. You don't believe it. Really. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And my, yeah, and my man's work at Snap, so he got the filters. Man, I don't know if you can trust it. <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? I know, um, did you see I'm, snow? I'm, I'll be real, bro. Okay, here's the problem with LA. I can't confirm or deny whether it was snow in Santa Monica because I'm in Culver <laughs> right now. That's true. And the thing That's is, true. and That's here's true. the thing: you move, a, you go one mile somewhere in LA, it'd be like different. So I don't know. Especially yeah, yeah. for example, That's like true. for example, Santa Monica be different than the Valley. Like the Valley be so hot, bro. Yeah, yeah. It used to be hot out there where right? I used to live in Glendale. But yeah. Oh, let's yeah. Start with you, really how's your week, man? Nah, it's been good, man. And so uh, I ended up talking to one of my old heads over the weekend, man. And the nigga just woke my, my woke woke my eyes up uh, up in terms of like just health, man. So I had to go get my mm-hmm. vitamins, get get back on my health kick, mental focus, mm-hmm. and make sure I'm taking care of my body, man. And then I've been juicing every morning, man. Uh, mm-hmm. And so That's just good. just doing just doing the little things, and obviously. Um, Wait, what's your juicing recipe? Like, what are you juicing? Because yeah, I just yeah, got yeah. a juicer. And I have not used it at all. Hey, man, for all the so, listeners, yeah. if you do not have a juicer, go get one. Go get one. Um, I actually recommend that you spend a little bit of money on it. It will definitely be yeah. worth it. But my juice is very simple, man. So it's four celery stalks. I put, you know, two two full carrot, organic carrots in it. Um, I also put a half a lemon in it. Uh, I put either apple or uh, mango or strawberries, any type of fruit, really, to just kind of sweeten it up. And then mm-hmm. I put uh, just a, a, a small piece of ginger in it as well, just to kind of, you know, really wake you up ginger, as well. Just ginger is my thing. I do a ginger shot every um, – I try to do as much ginger as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, like every day. See, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just getting hip, man. I'm just – and then last yeah. night I was going down the whole rabbit hole around the ring you was telling us about that tracks to sleep and all that. Oh, the, the O-ring? Yeah, ring. yeah. I, just, I just got yeah, my brother yeah. one. I, Let's get my brother one, low key. It's a great product, fantastic yeah, product. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we gotta take care of our health, man. 
A hundred percent. Well, you know what? Did you get a? Did you, did you get an order? In? Did you get one? Or nah, you nah. I'm, I'm I'm in the discovery phase right now of the purchase. Bro, bro. It said, <laughs> hey, as look, hold me to it. Hold me, hold you. me to it. Hold the hold. Listen, everybody, hold me to it. Brandon, I'm going to gift you an ring. I literally have gifted so many people or rings. Um, it, it was a big step for me in my health, in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually proud to say, you know, I had one of the best nights of sleep last night as evidence through my aura ring, you know. Um, so I'm going to give you an aura ring. Uh, all you got to do is tell me the color. That's it. Um, but yeah, they, I should, I feel like I should be a spokesman for aura ring. No, you definitely should. You should be an <laughs> ambassador. He should. You should be an ambassador. He needs the affiliate revenue, man. For real. I should. I mean, like, don't get me started. Don't get me started because we'll, I'll take the podcast. No, you, you put me, you put me, you put me on it. You put me on it. Yeah, we ain't going to go there, but you put me on it. It's been, it's yeah, been yeah, it's yeah. And, and honestly, sleep data was like one area of data in my life that I just didn't have any insight into. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah. when you're eating, you can kind of track things. You kind of know what you're eating. You can, if you choose not yeah, to look at it, that's sure. one thing. But it is there. You know what I'm saying? You go work out, yeah. you can track that. Is there right? Like you, you have this data. But sleep was like a black box. It's like eight hours of my life. Like, what the hell is happening during that time? Um, so definitely, yeah. highly recommend the Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and, and but, you, uh, you quickly realize how how connected it is to how you feel. So it's a good one. Yeah, let's talk. Let's let's switch gears real quick. Let's talk about Jai. Like uh, we were just talking. We were just okay, talking about yeah. right, before, right before we started. He's obviously been in the news, and obviously we're not a sports podcast, so we we you know we're not here to like break down sports or anything like that. However, we are a business podcast, and unfortunately, some of the actions that Jai has has taken. Or have some business implications to them, and so we're really interested in like those business implications. But let's first start with the behavior. What's going on with my man's job? He been in the, he been in the news for not some good stuff. Obviously, they out of the playoffs mm-hmm. right now. So really, nobody yeah. should be talking about the Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies right now. But they shouldn't. They the really case, shouldn't actually. Yeah, like was taking the focus away, taking the focus away. Um, Bradley, actually, go ahead, Bradley. I, I think you can. It's can actually crazy to, because what's going on. No, nah, I can speak to it a little bit. Um, but what it, what it, what is crazy was um, I remember when I hopped on Twitter, this was probably yeah. like an hour or so before ESPN and Bleacher Report started tweeting about it. I saw that video and I was like, well, shit, oh, this is about to take social Oh, you saw the yeah, video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. Oh. I did too. I did too. Yeah. Because, yes. you know, if you follow in the hood, the, 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 the hood yeah. tweet, Twitter accounts, you know, they have it before. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. Our man Ja, you know, he was listening to you know NBA Young Boy, who makes really good music, <laughs> say the least. But mm-hmm. homie got caught waving another gun in the video, and I think it's led to him being suspended from all activities with with the Memphis Grizzlies. And then, obviously, I think it's led to some intangible things like uh, people not now not trusting him um, and calling his past apologies and you know things of that nature insincere. Uh, and I think, you know, it potentially could have some, some deeper ramifications. I think Adam Silver said they're, 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 they're considering, you know, serious punishments. And so, yeah, there's the NBA side of the business, um, you know, at the league level, there's the team level business as well, but also the sponsorships as well. Uh, you know, we, we, we know he, he has some pretty big endorsements and things of that nature. And I think, you know, he signed he a contract. Like a power, he had powery, like big endorsements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, he got a shoe too. Yeah, yeah had an shoe. exclusive shoe. I think he still that, it's still, I, it's still I, up. No, it's no, still up on the Nike website. Today, bro. No, I, I, I sure? saw it, bro. 
I literally did. They I said that's not what they said though. Said wait, wait, the page was up everything. May, oh, maybe the they, page okay, was okay, gotcha. I'm, all the I'm saying is this: they okay, cool, cool. I mean, I didn't go double talk. Oh, I have they we heard? Have we heard like an official? But have we heard an official statement from Mikey though? Because I feel like the meet the internet. The internet can start some chatter, but we haven't heard like That's any true. Nike executives, anybody come yeah. out and say well, like the way I took it. Yeah, you're right. The, the, it could be just like a like a like because right now it's a lot being said. Um, uh, I will say I don't get the impression that Nike has like cut ties. Maybe they might want to mm. slow down some stuff. That's what I got the impression mm. of. Like, okay, let's slow like it delay, down a little bit. Like delay the launch. Yeah, delay yeah, the launch. Yeah, delay a little bit. Talk around. Like, see how to handle this. You know, um, and I just go into it, I guess, because I mean, this is a twenty-three-year-old, uh, um, you know, young man. He's not. He's not like. Um, he's not. You know, he's an adult without a doubt, and he definitely knows better. Um, he knows right from wrong. Um, uh, it's you know. So I think that people want to. People do want to give him an opportunity to to figure things out. People um, do want to do that. I think what's going on here, though, is that um, he got an opportunity. Um, he got an opportunity to clean things up a little bit. And then I think where it's surprising everyone is, we just heard this story from you, like, like two seconds ago, um, to the mm-hmm. point where, it kind of almost seemed like, you know, I've heard Shannon Sharp. I've heard, you know, all these other guys, you know, skip. Um, it seemed like almost like something that we already saw before, but it actually was something new. So he's making the same exact mistake again after sitting down with the commissioner. Mind you, the commissioner of the NBA. This is not a role that anybody just gets. This person um, is the diplomat for for the league that manages multi-billions and has multi-billion dollar owners and also millions of people tune in. You know, he has a hard job already as it is. I don't think Ja fully recognizes um, what that means in regards to uh, the responsibility. So for example, if I'm Adam Silver, right? I don't know what day this happens, but look, if I'm Adam, Adam, Adam Silver, I already have a million things to worry about. I do not want to wake up on a Sunday morning like with my wife and I'm looking at my phone blowing up because like trying to figure like like Jaw did what again? Like like that's just making my life harder. And it's making the team's lives harder, making the NBA's life harder. They have a lot of people that they have to make happy. Jaw's not the only one. And I think that some he's not fully grasping that. Um or and or he doesn't care. But I think it's not I, I, I really think that we it's hard for us to imagine he doesn't care. It's hard to sort of really truly imagine he doesn't care. It just seems more like an ignorant, like a like a, like not. Um, just seems more like a lack of perspective, at least from my perspective. Um, but he may have to learn the hard way because now Adam Silver is is in a tough spot because, Ja, he sat down, came back out, and said, "This is what the punishment is." Then he do the full extent of it, and then now you're kind of almost embarrassing him. You're embarrassing him, and then not only that, his job is to people need to respect him as the commissioner. Um, and you know, he can't just allow things to slide and happen that, you know, um, otherwise you'll see more young players thinking, oh, well, that's all I get is a slap on the wrist. We can't have that type of, it needs to be like serious. So he's kind of setting himself up in a position where don't make Adam Silver make an example out of you, you know, like, don't like, don't set yourself up for that. But he kind of is already doing that. The crazy thing about this situation, um, is because the other flip side of this as well is he technically 
like objectively he did nothing wrong because in Tennessee he's you know rather if he has a permit or not he's 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 allowed to you know be able to you know carry that weapon openly or you know concealed et cetera et cetera so that that's that's his right where I do think the NBA has a very interesting dynamic compared to like the like the NFL or any other sports league right where I think hip hop culture and just you know it 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 just it just bleeds in a lot more right and I think you've seen that yeah. over the last few probably like going all the way back to like Allen Iverson when you started to yeah. started to see it bleed into like the fashion and things of that nature but yeah. now I even think about like the lifestyles that these players are are are, are living right and we can't sit here and act like Ja is an, uh, uh, an anomaly. He may be an mm-hmm. anomaly in terms of being caught on camera, but yes. <laughs> but <laughs> right. like we we have yeah. to be realistic yeah. about that. And so yeah. I think yeah. I think it's just a, it, it 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 is a tough spot to be in, um, just because like you know he is this superstar athlete, um, damn near up there with the LeBrons of the world in terms of you know the expectations that have kind of been set with him. He's getting super duper paid, uh, has has this has the shoe deal, basically is up next to be the to be the face of the league. And so yeah. it really is just coming down to like that's that's the tricky part, because if he was a musician, these record labels wouldn't be saying shit about this. Go ahead and keep I mean, doing what care. you're doing. But yeah, because but, well, well, that's because that's because in those cases we're buying into the character of a rapper what that is you know like um like it's not the NBA is not paying rap I'm oh, sorry uh ball players to 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 do all the other stuff that rappers are doing like the NBA they're not they're not paying them basketball. to sell to sell to to, yeah. to sell a lifestyle yeah like they're, your they're, lifestyle they're, they're, isn't they're, the product at least yeah, at least not that lifestyle so when, when you say he didn't do anything right. wrong. Like, he didn't do anything criminally wrong, right? So I think there's a fine line between criminally wrong. No, he didn't do anything criminal, right? It's nothing criminal that he did. But what he did do that was wrong is he is misrepresenting the NBA brand. Yes. Because every time he is visible in public, anything he says, anything that he does, is a representation of the brand of the NBA. That's the position that he is elected to take. Now, again, I, I'm not, like, judging the lifestyle or whatever. I could care less. My whole thing is just don't, just don't record it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's just as simple part? as So that. is it his fault or the homie's fault? No, it's his it's fault not, because he should set the – No, it, it's his fault it because he's the leader. He's the leader. Is he the leader? It falls on him. He's the leader. It's simple as that. It, fall, it falls on his shoulder. Ain't nobody doing nothing around him that job don't enable, period. Mm. Like, it just don't happen it's like that. And if, it, and if it does, then he don't understand his position. And that's a whole different thing. Well, 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 part of the issue is that he doesn't understand his position. I don't know who around. I don't even. He doesn't understand it, and, and the people around him don't understand it. It's like everybody fumbling the bag because of that. And it's not even just about the bag. It's also just like the influence, the image. Like I mean, they, 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 twenty two. Like, I mean, twenty two, twenty three years old. Like I, I, we, I all it. It. we all get it. We all get it. We all, we all yeah, get yeah. it. We all get it. His name. <laughs> nobody, nobody at that age was like really like. But 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 no, but I but I get but I get that too though. But I get that too though because. Man. That that I mean yeah, that that's the that's the generate that's the that's the generation that he's from, bro. Like like when I when I was in middle school, like yeah, we had phones, but like it, camera, like you wasn't recording as every like you didn't grow up recording your whole true. life. Like no, we we did not grow up recording our whole childhood. Like, we just did. But the generation that's coming up behind us, 
they have grown up so like do, that, so do, so where so everything think, in our life is recorded. So do you think? So do you think half a season is too much, or or full season is too much? What do you think then about that? Like do, you, do you like I think that's I think the, whatever because the question is how are, the I think okay whatever it is whatever I think whatever I think whatever the consequences are you should just accept what it is bit. and it is it is it is what it is I don't, it's hard to say what's too far right because at the end of the day I mean it, it's not up, he look he made a choice and it's up it's up to the business and the organization to decide so hey whatever it may be I, I highly doubt it's gonna be the whole season or anything like that it's not like he shot the whole season crazy or he was shoot, so, shooting so, a gun in the air. Like that'd be to crazy. me, the whole season part is is crazy, but the thing is, is that because of the attention to it, it's not out of the realm of possibility, and that's why it's so kind of like a little, little, a little scary, a little bit. I don't think he should sit down for a full season. I don't think he should sit down for a half a season, but I do think he, you know, uh, let, like, yeah. So um, I'm gonna keep it. Story. I'm gonna keep it a stack. I, 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 yeah. I. It, it it depends because my man is getting 194 million and so guaranteed and why so why does that matter why why, why? So much money well, I just, I'm just asking an, an objective question here which is why don't everybody keep emphasizing how much money this man is getting like why does that have to do anything to do with his actions if he was getting uh, 300,000 should he be held at a different standard in the NBA like why, uh, why does how much money he getting the, the 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 reason why it matters is the 194 is the incentive and literally whatever the punishment is is to dissuade him from continuing to do that again and so if i'm literally just getting suspended for a few games or half a season or whatever like i'm still i'm still weighing my, my like the cost and the benefits and the benefits weigh outweigh it Versus, oh, like, saying, am, am oh, I, are you saying because it's, are you saying because the, the the contract is guaranteed he's not gonna learn? Is that what you're saying? Yes, he's not gonna learn mm. because it's verse. Like, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack. Hit that nigga in his pockets. I mean, yeah. I mean, his, his pockets already been hit though because he didn't they make the first hit. the first the first team NBA the uh what is it the first NBA team or something like that and he he lost out so because of that he wasn't eligible for a supermax contract. Which meant he lost like I think it was like thirty or forty million. Like he he had I mean, lost he's losing money. money right now. He's, it's, but hold up, it's, it's, he, it's already hitting his pockets. Hold up, he that, a lot of money. Yeah, so he, he it, it hit his pockets based off his play. Now it should hit his pockets based off his character. Like, I see what you're saying. I mean, look, I'm just asking the question I, I, because, because ESPN because ESPN keep emphasizing that as well. Oh, he's he's making this much money, and I'm just like, regardless of how much money he's making, that that doesn't even matter if he was making. Ten million dollars doesn't even matter. Right. Like, should right. we should we be more concerned? Right. But no. But honestly, should we be more concerned about about what he's actually doing, the state of his mental health, the state of who he is as a person? We we gonna call it mental health, whatever. But Dre, let's put it like this: If you had one hundred ninety four million, you you were in the shoes of Ja, and we came back, and there was some crazy clause in the contract because we don't even know that, and it was like, you know what, bud. That's gonna cost you ninety four million. You're still gonna get a hundred million. How you gonna feel? Sick, sick, man. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, I'm sick. That's a lot. You ain't gonna hold. Hold up. You ain't gonna keep that nigga that recorded you around. You gonna start. You gonna start thinking differently. Yeah. Well, well, I guess it's all. About, I guess it's all about what we what we, what we are incentivized by, right? Clearly, Jai is not incentivized by all the money that we think he is. Because if he was, you would think he'd be moving different. You don't think he know how much money is on the line? Like, so everybody, every money is not necessarily the incentive that everybody is like snap in place and just do because, hey, it's money. I mean, this nigga's gonna make a ton of money. Look at I me, mean, look at Jeffrey Epstein. 
he done made a ton of money. Look at the the the, the crazy life that he lived. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's tons of people to make a ton of money and mm-hmm. still do dark and and and, yeah. and, and crazy stuff. So yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I get that, but like, money is not necessarily the thing that moves everybody. And that's why I'm saying that. That's everybody keep emphasizing how much money, money, money. There's something bigger there beyond the money. It's like, like yeah, he can just there. act right. But my man's my man's a suffering. Yeah, he may be acting right yeah. in front of the camera, but even beyond the camera, yeah. what's going on with him? Because so obviously mm-hmm. something's not like something's not right there. Something's That's off. What I'm saying. So, so something's not off. Um, something's, something's I feel like it's too him. easy to so, say something so, is off. So this is a no, grown no, ass no, man. No, 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 actually, no, no, that, no, 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 no,
Um, and the fund will be split between uh, early stage and, and late stage or growth stage, I should say. Um, so yeah, what, what, what do you guys think about that? We, we were having a conversation earlier about whether or not these black, these funds that market themselves as black, uh, black, black led or Latino led, uh, whether or not they're actually effective or whether or not they're using those tags as a, as a fundraising tactic to get capital from LPs. Um, yeah. And yeah, we have some interesting opinion in our yeah. chat about that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's a it's a complex thing. I think there's multiple angles, there's multiple nuances, and even as I'm like thinking through some of these things, um, I think I, I I'm gonna do my best to 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 like touch on them. But essentially, like um, I do think uh, there has been a lot of funds that will position them for specific minorities, whether it's you know a uh, uh, black uh latinx um uh women or or anything like they 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 will position themselves that way and 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 sometimes that is a strategy um and and it works in and especially during certain times when there's a lot of uh narratives around you know things like um just things that affect our community like george floyd things of that nature you know those are especially the times when you know a lot of companies will uh well a lot of those firms will get more uh, capital and and so it, it, I think it is a part of the, strat, uh, the, the strategy. It's hard to tell you um, which firms do 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 that or don't do that. But what I would say though is that um, I this is what I want to speak to. I want to speak to um, this feeling of or me observing or seemingly observing this idea that um, that essentially these funds are going to like uh, solve the problem. That, like, and I think the problem for, in, for the way I see it, as far as like um, venture capital and the fact that we have less than, we get less than 1% of venture dollars, I think a big part of it is access. And when I think about the things like the Opportunity Fund, I do see founders and I do see um, founders that I recognize, founders that I know, founders that, I, that we've worked with, you know, um, and and that's great. Uh, and I feel I see a lot more people um, who are also very talented, very um, um, also black, all these other things. And I'm not saying it's the job of these people to discover every single, all the black talent and then put, bring them up. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, is that some of these people um, don't have the same access um, and they're, they're not as accessible as they're being positioned to be. Because if, from my perspective, um, a lot like from my perspective, um, a lot of these like, like the accessibility doesn't seem to be um, aligned with the the message because from, and maybe that's my expectation that I'm projecting onto other people. But my expectation that is that if you're focusing on black funds uh, or black founders, um, then you need to almost be scout-like, um, meaning going further down and, and finding people way earlier, even to the point, maybe even discovering them at companies before they even, you know, leave like their companies. How many uh, black founders do we know that um, that that have the corporate jobs? They're brilliant. Pe- they're brilliant. They could be founders. We all would love to 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 see them. Um, and a lot of these guys that I've seen that are extremely talented are not necessarily getting the access, um, and they're not being seen and they're being overlooked. Um, and they don't necessarily have the resources. For example. Um, uh, or have or afforded some of the opportunities that I've taken, or some of the uh, some of us on this on here I've taken. Um, this is a lot of risk, for example. Um, and so I don't know. I I, I guess it's a 
I'm happy ultimately at the end of the day for any black funds to be getting any money. Um, and I'm also not, I'm not overly, I would say critical. Um, I'm just trying to observe, but I do think accessibility is a big part. Some of these people that are running these funds, you know, like I, for example, I don't have an access problem right now because of a lot of moves that I've made through networking, through overtime working. I've had, uh, you know, I've, we've been doing this for a decade and have built up credibility and all that. But I see people who even I would say are smarter than me, uh, more talented than, than me, et cetera, you know, who are also black, for example, and they could not get a meeting with some of these people. They could not talk to these people. And then so this, from, from that perspective, it seems like they're no different from other investors in that, in that regard. So it's almost like they'll come in when every other investor comes in. And so they're just pretty much the same as all investors, as opposed to I'm thinking that if you are for black uh, founders, then you might need to go past the point of when everybody else goes in and going down a little bit further. But maybe that's like an expectation that I came up with. Mm. But um, yeah, no, 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 no. What, no, what you are hitting on is very important. Very. I important. think it is important. Go ahead, Brian. But I, I think that's a big expectation, though. I, I do think that's a really big one. Not saying it's. You know, mm-hmm. It is what mm-hmm. it is, but mm-hmm. I think that is a really big expectation. But hey, maybe yeah. maybe they should be held to that standard. Brian, go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, no, I think I think Rodney summed it up really well. Like the, the my key concern when I see things like this is access, and similar to what Rodney was saying, I, like I have a, a, a little bit different spin on it. Is I'm looking at it from the media's the the, the story being portrayed to the media. Sure. I like when 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 it is coming from the white folks that you know, or these companies that black funds are being being put together. There's a little bit more grace given there because they don't understand the nuances of black identity and black circumstances. But if you are coming from the culture, you are one with the culture, and you are walking with the people, you know it is very disingenuous to box everybody who is a part of the culture into this just black label, right? And yeah. I think I think th- th- that's that's my problem with like seeing something like this because if you if you don't know and you're not really in the loop and you're reading this, like your excitement and dopamine is probably going crazy right now. But guess what? If you ain't at Martha Vineyard, you know, running around in these circles, we all know how this game works. You're not getting that conversation. Still the same game. Still the same game. Still the same game. Exactly. It just, it just got a different picture. Yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm sure. Two questions I, 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 questions I have. I, Go ahead, Dre. Oh, After Dre, I want to share. I, I, okay, there's an anecdote that I want to say too. Um, so I have a very diverse cap table. I have probably predominantly black uh, investors, um, per, like wealth uh, uh, angels, but also uh, people who run their own funds and firms. Um, but are and we'll take money from anybody though. Doesn't matter, as um, long as we like can align with them. And I would say that it actually was difficult for me to actually, I don't know why I felt more, I felt like there was less leeway with black, like black firms for some reason, like, like leeway in terms of what, um, like it just seemed like, um, more, there was more doubt Mm. and I actually expected the opposite. I actually expected the opposite. And maybe that is something that I shouldn't have done, 
But for example, my thought was if I'm dying to get a lead black investor, I would have thought that as somebody who has the background, the credibility and the skill, I can, I've been engineering for how, for how long I've worked at top companies. I know people in the industry. I would have thought that some of these um, um, black funds who have black fund managers um, would have not waited to invest until after a larger uh, institutional uh, or traditionally white institution uh, invested. And that was like, to me, that was like, oh, that was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, like it's still the same game. It's still the same game. I still just, I still need to get. They need daddy's approval. I still, I still need, yeah, I still need to get the, the, the top tier fir- uh, firm to be taken serious by my, like, like, like that's how it, but it may not be, I don't, I don't, I feel like this, I don't take it personal because I don't think, because I don't take it personal, but um, I was, was there any sh- correlation sh- between those sentiments and like the fund size? In what way? Like say for example, like a smaller fund, right? I assume mm-hmm. because they have less capital to invest, mm-hmm. I could see a perspective where it's like they, they do really want to make sure that they're being thoughtful and deliberate and intentional about where they're placing that capital. Versus a fund that may have yeah. over a hundred million, if that's how they move in, okay. But even a hundred million, but but even a hundred well, million yeah. dollar fund though, they they only invested in seventy five companies. Like think about how many companies you got to talk to talk to to even weed the weed mm-hmm. through to get to seventy five good solid investments. It's a lot. Yeah, it, it's a lot. I mean, honestly, it's a lot. Like yeah. it, you you're talking to a, a lot of people to get to that's just seventy five investments. I've invested in another fund. It's like a $20 million fund. They're only going to do 30 yeah. investments. This is over the course of multiple yeah. years, 30 yeah. companies. That's it. They're not necessarily just focused on black led businesses, but generally speaking, like a lot of these funds are not investing in hundreds of companies a year. I mean, we should just set yeah. that expectation there. Cause I don't know if that's like a false. Even when you have a hundred million dollar fund, as you see, they're not mm-hmm. doing a hundred deals a year. No, that might be that might be a misconception. Like, and we honestly might need to do a whole podcast just breaking down like the structure of these funds and how you know founders should be thinking about that. I, but, I think we should. I, I can see why those narratives out there will have somebody feeling some type of way, get somebody excited. But again, the the, the like you said, Brian, the marketing changes, right? But the the internal game is still the same. At the end of the day, yes. a black fund is still responsible for the same respons- like same financial yes. responsibility as yes. a, as a white fund, yes. which is to return yes. a, a fiduciary responsibility to to manage that capital well, deploy it well, and return it at a higher than above average multiple to its investors. That's the duty of a black of a black fund, and so yes. that doesn't the responsibility doesn't change just because the marketing changes. Um, yes. and so I, I just think, you know, a lot of times people don't, they're not educated on that. They don't know that, but moving mm-hmm. on from that, I, I do have a question though, because we brought up, um, access. And so while mm-hmm. I, I do think that is like a very important thing, what responsibility do you, do you guys think, um, black founders like ourselves have, um, in terms of opening up access, right? Because look, we're, we're not the, we're not the black founders that seem to have an access problem right like we do have a network yes. we do know people yes yes uh so yes. What, you know what, what responsibility is there i guess across the ecosystem to help um because i don't think it's just I, on the vcs i think it's you know it comes from yeah. people like us who have who have been yeah. able to break through it so 
I can't uh, like um, what I want to say is I'll speak to what I feel like how I took the responsibility of like and I do feel a responsibility uh, and, and and actually I think all all of us on this chat feel that responsibility we have a chat full of black founders when we meet bi-weekly you know there's a, like like um, to talk about our experience to also talk about strategies to also connect each other and help each other and so I think that like um and also, you know, if there's anybody in those, like, in, in those, like, group discussions or just friends of friends of, of those things, you know, um, offering the intro, um, connecting the dots, I do think those are, uh, at least that's, I think is my responsibility. Uh, um, I, but I can't put, I don't want to put my, what I believe is responsibilities on other people, but what I can tell you I do is um, I definitely am accessible. I'm not inaccessible. You can go uh, to my website. Uh, we have getsafeapp.com. Just put Rodney, Rodney at getsafeapp.com. You can email me. I will reach out to you. I'll take a meeting with almost anybody that wants to take a meeting. Um, I'm not, like, um, available 24-7. My, most of my calendar is pretty booked out. Um, but you can easily schedule a 15-minute meeting. Uh, like, it's very easy. And I'm not saying just do it. With, like, but the point is, is that I make myself accessible and I also try to hear what people are trying to do and just naturally put it, like, just listen, you know? Um, and a lot of times when I just listen, things will come up to me and I can say, hey, you should meet this person or maybe, or maybe I can't have a person for them to meet, but I might be like, that's a, that's a dope idea. Have you thought about this? Just like, I try to help where I can. And, um, but, I do, but I am proactive about it because I, probably because I have felt a certain type of way of people who I see do it a different way where they don't feel like it's their responsibility. Like, you know, I have seen that. I've been on the other side where I'm like, man, you know, um, this person could have, these or these sense to people or this person could have done something so simple, but they didn't. And you know what? I ultimately realized that they didn't owe me anything. And I had to just swallow that mm-hmm. and keep moving forward. And, and, and like we just mentioned before, we have the access now. We have, we're in the door, you know, and I, and I believe that, that nobody owes me anything and I don't only like in by vice versa, but I do just because I remember what it was like though, just nobody like people, I don't owe anybody anything, but it doesn't matter. I still remember not having as much access. I remember all the things that I had to do, the creative ways I had to break, put my foot into the door to get the access, you know, and also the failure at first when we didn't have access, there was a time when, you know, me and Dre were in Detroit and had no access. We were looking at the game from, from a thousand miles away, you know? Um, and so with that, with like the cost to get that access, then also subsequently, like that costs us a startup and also like time to actually put working at the ground floor of other startups, you know, cause you, like there was a lot that went into it. Um, and there were multiple times along the way where there are people who could have helped, but didn't help. And, but you know what, a lot of times too, the worst part too, you know, just that a lot of people see in the journeys that people who could have helped, didn't help, but you kept going, you kept persisting for it. We'll turn them back around later when you don't no longer need the help. And, you know, suddenly it's like, a, you know, it's an open thing, but this is the nature of it. Uh, and so I do feel like there's responsibility to help people out. Um, uh, you don't have to do everything. Uh, if you already have a hard job, but uh, I think it's important. What I, what I do want to say to that is like founders listening. My man Rodney just told y'all to reach out, reach out because he he's, he's not capping. He's not capping. And so the thing that I would even add to that as well is like, there's a uh, similar Rodney. I'm, I'm, I'm very available. I, I feel like anybody would tell you that. Like if yeah. you, if you hit me up, yeah. however, 
I'm get, I'm giving you the game. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and bullshit you, man. Access is a privilege, man. And with that privilege, you got to earn yes. it. Rather if you white, black, Mexican, you do. whatever. We had to put yeah. in work in order to get to where we are. So mm-hmm. I don't want to set the unrealistic expectation. If you reach out to me, just like, hey, because I've had people do that. Hey, can you introduce me to so-and-so? Right. No, let, let me like, let's hop on the phone. I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and mm-hmm. say we need to build a relationship because I understand that is transactional. But I need to understand mm-hmm. if the shit the shit that you bring ta- to the table makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, I think credibility is important for sure. Yeah, it, it, and for me, I don't even think I necessarily look at it through the lens of credibility. I want, I like, I care about how you show up. Not and and, and not necessarily because that's a reflection of me. Like I I, I could give a, a I could care less about that. But it's like I would be doing a disservice to you being someone that has showed up in these rooms and knowing if you show up one way, the outcome is going to be this versus if you show up another mm-hmm. way, it can, it can literally make your dreams come true. Like yeah. shit. I, like I exactly. It's the, it's the, it's the small things. And, and for me, I, I do better with people who are willing to take the game, apply the game. And then once they get in the game, they're ready to ball. Facts. Yeah. No, well said. Well said. Yeah, I mean, I think all three of us are available for sure. Uh, I mean, look, we started, yeah, we know. basically all started the founder chat together, right? For the for yeah. that purpose, right? To to really help yeah. solve this, at least at the level that we could. Um, and who knows yeah. what that could like, what that will continue to to grow into. I hope someday yeah. we can do like an in person summit. That'd be dope to do like a like a nice, oh, yeah, uh, a nice yeah. in person founder summit or something. I don't yeah. know. It got to be some nice. some, some lavish shit. You know, we yeah. bosses. We got yeah. we got to do it up. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta get the bread. Be, before, we gotta get the bread. Get hey, 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 y'all got y'all got some Detroit niggas on the podcast. Yeah. So they're coming through with the yeah. white buffs and the fur coats. Yeah. Most likely this is yeah. gonna be a November. Yeah. This is gonna That's probably funny, be an October, need, November yeah. thing. Bro, yeah. we gotta yeah, do I need, it. I got the I got the wood grain. I got the brown and the wood grain. No, I'm gonna get my white ones though. That's so funny. Switching But hold on, actually, actually. Actually, oh, real quick, quick though, I, actually, hold on. I can move to this other. Y'all can't see the Iron Man. I don't want y'all to see that. That's too much for y'all right now. But I do got the, yeah, I do got the right Detroit now. one. I got the Detroit one. This, I, I don't know if it's set the right way. Oh, my bad. This way. Yeah, I got the Detroit one on right yeah. now. Yeah. Always so, that's, repping. That's crispy. You know? I like that. I like that. Appreciate it. I like that. Speaking, uh, all right. So switch, switching gears real quick. Probably the, the last thing we, we'll cover. Uh, the, Elon and, and humanoids, bro. Like it's it's been some yeah. interesting things happening yeah. with or yeah. robots this week. I guess Elon in general, like he announced a lot of exciting things with with Tesla um, this past week. But he really emphasized like the future of what they're doing with robotics. In fact, he he emphasized it to the point where he said that um, he believes everybody else is downplaying how big this opportunity is. Um, and he estimates that everybody will want a personal humanoid robot. Uh, in fact, some people may want more than one. And if that's the case, if you thought about it similar to like iPhone devices or computers or, you know, any other electronic that we are all much familiar with today, then, you know, this is a big market where you're selling, you know, probably 10 million units a year, uh, potentially, you know seven you know seven to eight billion units total like big market big market yeah. much bigger when than he, when, when, when he was market. saying when he mentioned that number i feel like he was just talking about from a consumer standpoint and not necessarily from like an industrial manufacturing standpoint for sure 
Uh, which is crazy because that number I, that number's crazy. I, yeah. Like that means there's a I, lot I more. Than he, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I felt I felt the same, and and to his point, uh, you know, he felt like people are downplaying again whether or not it's true or not. But what I took away mostly, and we kind of talked about it in our in our in our uh, in our chat, was um, Elon's confidence and his ability to like get people mm. excited. Like everybody got so excited. Yeah. None of us know how this plan will come into play. None of us know what this even means. What is a humanoid robot even useful for? Like, what will it actually do in my home? I can see the, the, the commercial application, right, in a factory or whatever. It's obvious there. It's already happening there. But why would I want two of these things, right? Like, two of these things what, what, for what? Like, he doesn't even have to explain that. Like, he's just getting everybody excited about this thing that may not even come into fruition. Um, and so but, I, thought, but, I just thought it was really exciting. But let's not skip over what you just said. He does not have to explain. And I think one of the lessons that I take away from Elon, especially like now being in this next phase of like, you know, my founder journey, et cetera, is it's the difference between speaking and statements and questions, right? Like he, he, when, when he's saying something, he don't leave no room for questions, even if he may be wrong and he'll admit that he's wrong or he may not be a hundred percent confident, but you could tell when somebody isn't isn't moving with the kind of bravado of like, no, nah, this, this, this shit happening. It's more of when will it happen, and I think that's something to learn from. Yeah, him. yeah. He kind of he kind of says stuff like in a way where like, not obviously if you don't see that, like, like he kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like he says it with, with a lot of confidence. Where it's like, you, yeah. Um, I, I he also have said that he likes to. Um, I don't know if people should or should not do this. This is something like Elon does, but um, he said he bites off more than he can chew. Um, and people have commented on that. We have commented on that. Um, so he's very ambitious. He's very like, you know, and I think that's what, um, but but I think part of that strategy helps him. I think he understands something about people too, which is that like, sometimes you kind of have to be uh big and bold to see like what people will kind of like do um and so for example i know like um who was the guy who was running the um the fire festival who's that 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 i forgot that guy's name um uh, but, billy billy Mc, billy mcfarland yeah or something like that yeah yeah i think it's billy mcfarland right but one thing that i, I watched interview with him one time of my girlfriend and uh, one thing that he that i noticed about him was that uh he was under impossible scenarios on a daily like there were so many scenarios that they should not have overcame. He admitted that he was like, there are so many days we should not have been able to like go to the next day. Like there'll be times when he'll wake up and I guess like some promise he made and you know, but by the end of the day he needs two million dollars in the account. It's like it's like how do you wake up as a founder thinking like I need to get two million? I got no choice. Like and then make it happen. And so he was like doing. Mm. Him and his team were doing and accomplishing things that. He could no. He couldn't even really imagine. The only reason why he was able to was because of how bold. Well, first of all, how bold his line was. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point, uh, a future vision is a it's a, it's a form of a lie, obviously, because it's a dream. It's just a future vision. It's not existing today. Um, but uh, those like painting those pictures that are very big, like in Elon's case, I can see how that creates still magical things that we still be like, okay, like we may not get every possible thing that Elon has popped up in his head and just be like, hey, we have to do this. But it's enough where it's like, it's still impressive. And mm-hmm. and I think that's what incites people, excites people too. And then also, I think sometimes his teams come up with things that he didn't even like really come up, like think to, to do, but he created enough 
momentum and excitement towards a certain direction that maybe it popped up in the research and development. And then now, you know, he's basically like, hey, look at this. Like, he's scatterbrained. I feel like every other week or every other quarter, like, you know, it's like, all right, what's over here? Like, okay, wait, hold, what's going on over here? Hey, hold on. Look what's going on on Twitter. Oh, wait, what's going on on SpaceX? Like, he has something big going on because there's a lot of progress that's happening in his in his vision, in his orbit. So, um, but the robots is cool. He seems really, uh, think, uh, he seems really emotionally, emotionally stable or, like, under control. Given like just how much <laughs> stuff he got going on, like even when I yeah. listen to his interviews, like he just he just seemed really chill, really matter of fact, yeah. or matter of his own fact, right? At least whether it's mm. actual fact, but at least what he believes. Mm. Um, have, have have any of y'all ever read anything about like his managerial style like outside of the tweets and stuff that we've seen when he like purchased twitter and was firing people like have y'all actually yeah. read about like how he actually book. delegates things oh how was it i read his i read his book I, incredible the, i think it's like by ashley vance or something like that yeah. uh te- yeah. tesla spacex and something like the quest for the to future something like that on amazon He's uh, he's having another book written by him, but that book in particular was very good, and it goes into very good detail across all his companies from the beginning, actually, how he was just in the details, like just very in the details, very in the weeds, um, somewhat of a micromanager, I guess you can call it that. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah, it was very well uh, well known, even in his, when he was doing his first company, Zip Two. To when he went to PayPal to or X and PayPal and then Tesla's pay, like all of that. Um, so yeah, that's what I, that was my take at least from the book. Whether or not that's changed or how he has evolved, that that book was written several years ago. So I'm, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's changed I, I love the or book. maybe he's remained the same. I love the book. Uh, very inspiring book. Read it. Um, I, I remember reading it uh, at 22. Um, and I was on the way to the BART station. I was walking to the BART station. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I definitely was nowhere near the position I am now, but I remember it being very inspiring um, as a young You guy. probably was on the BART yeah. feeling like you was ready to take over the world after reading. <laughs> I did. I did. I, I did. I made a little speck. Like, I remember thinking, like, man, I'm like like this little guy who just got to, like, you know, um, the Bay Area and uh, mm-hmm. looking at how it all played out. Uh, it's not surprising that those books, like those books, they, they – uh, I, I would say they allow you to 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 they give you the permission to think a lot bigger than you otherwise would, you know. Um, and uh, I think that's a, a a good thing too. Uh, I think one thing also people should derive from Elon is that like, uh, you know, um, yeah, just like he doesn't ask for anybody's permission for to to, to think, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that uh, people do get in the habit of uh, not only their like their 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 voice and their words and everything is is policed, but they're also policing their behaviors and they're already automatically policing their thoughts to like, like, and, and, uh, yeah, it prevents them from like, you know, being able to just be like, Hey, I believe that this can happen. And then somebody say, Oh no, it won't. But like, no, actually my thought process brought me to that. I'll just go do it. Um, and, uh, he's built up the confidence. It's, 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 it's dope to see people could benefit off of being a little bit more, uh, competently arrogant which would be like confidence but like but like you know what i'm trying to say i think that too but i saw this reddit uh i was reading this subreddit uh yesterday last night actually and it it really now that we're talking about elon it really like connected a dot to how he operates and i heard the doordash founder say a similar thing and this guy in the subreddit basically was like businesses die because like 
the, the CEO and executive teams decide to ignore the details, right? Mm. Like yeah. the, whatever the details are, like you yeah. really like dive into the details of whatever it is you're really working on um, and like solve those details and move on to the next detail. Like, but you got to really operate like that. And DoorDash found out the way he sums it up and it's actually one of their core principles, which is like operate at the lowest level of detail. And my takeaway from reading Elon's book and just like uh, observing you know, I'm on Twitter and just like reading a lot of the things that he puts out is that he is very, uh, he is very involved in the details of, of his, op- of his operation. Uh, whether it's good or bad, everybody, you know, again, everybody has a different opinion. Some people call it micromanaging, some people call it something else, but um, I do think that's a, that's a, a, a trait that he possesses that I think really uh, makes him stand out from a lot of, a lot of CEOs, a lot of founders that I've seen just the, the level of detail, like, there's levels to detail. Like, yeah, some founders and CEOs decide yeah. to operate at a high level. Sometimes I even do that. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't even want to go down about that thing. Mm-hmm. But Elon seems to go so deep on every aspect of his business um, that I think yeah, he I think is speaking from a level of confidence. When he's speaking from a level of confidence, yeah, it's, conf- it's like, it's not just like blind confidence. It's like yes. some of it I feel like yes. it's actual confidence because he has yes. a level of yes. depth, a depth of yes. information that yes. the average person within the organization yes. just single-handedly oftentimes doesn't hold um and mm-hmm. so i think his confidence is a little bit measured a little bit differently his timeline is wrong too yeah. but, but i think his confidence th- is rooted in like real information this is something i want to add too is like when you're when, when you're talking about confidence it's about what you build that confidence on and i think yes. a lot of us move out this work move, move throughout this world building our confidence on things that are subjective things that are just very yeah. qualitative and things that are just very 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 you know like easy to you know fullest yes where i where where i think about some of the moves that elon has made recently rather if it would it was the decision behind like saying hey hey we're charging for twitter blue yeah uh, i mean you know for the blue yes. uh, the, the blue check mark where we're, we're charging for the api we're gonna you know the whole thing with spacex and, and the rocket People thought that stuff was absurd. If y'all expect, if y'all remember that whole conversation, people were upset that um, the Twitter API was never no longer free. But <laughs> like the, the thing, the thing I like, I I don't know how his brain works, but that just tells me that this man had a certain objectivity in terms of probably understanding the empirical evidence that sat in front yeah. of him in order to have to make those decisions with confidence. Just because, think about this. We're now moving. It was like we 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 talk a lot about AI, but guess who ended up following a similar move to you know uh, Twitter Reddit, and Reddit is not going to be the only person that's going to follow that move, especially as this conversation around data, et cetera, et cetera, starts to pick up. So he low key was ahead of the curve. Guess who made a billion dollars off you know charging for check marks? Instagram, but who did it? You you know what I mean? Like it the the, the things that he does is are are absurd but the influence that it carries has a lot of meaningful impact so, you know what you know what's interesting about him you bring a, a good point it's the the objectivity part that allows him to be like just like very do simple things they're like, like yes they're not, very simple like, they're, they're, they're not difficult things for example think about this i was talking to a friend earlier a colleague earlier a friend more so than a colleague look it's not crazy to charge for Twitter, like that's not a crazy concept, yo. Well, like, like people will laugh about the fact that, like, I can't believe this site is free. I like people will laugh about that for a decade, you know. Like, I can't believe this is free. Like, like laughing, just like, like we can, we could even, and 
like so it should be no shock that they have added a plush plan essentially like like that should not be shocking it costs a lot to keep that running also businesses right now i do not agree i actually don't agree with the current pricing but i do believe that thinking is simple hey businesses for example a business might have a million followers you know that business is is generating a lot of value off of the backup Twitter, and they might pay for ads. They just, they might. They like, they, you know, they might not, like, and so, so, so simple thing is like, okay, how do we get money out of these businesses? Like, and that would just be to make a, a plan that businesses would want to pay for. For example, in the case of SAVE, we want, we are a security business. We are a verification business. Um, our, we'll go as far as to have, we have a blue shield and a blue check mark. So yeah, the like having um, being verified on Twitter matters a lot more for a, our business. And for other businesses, they have they might have a, a different reason, you know. Uh, but the point is, is that Twitter was creating value. So I think Elon came in is like we're creating all this value for people, and we're about to go bankrupt. Like, let's think that makes some <laughs> sense right here. Uh, um, that makes no sense. Like, so I think he just just did some simple math. Hey, look. We are providing services that some people are benefiting off of, and we're not taking, we're not extracting our part of the value. Um, mm-hmm. And somebody was holding the bag, and at that point, it was going to fall probably on uh, investors because uh, employees were like there was an overload of employees that were getting paid, executives were getting paid, but like it, it wasn't sustainable. So uh, I think I think the objectivity part um, is a good thing. Being being able to cut through. And be able to focus, and like Dre was saying, I think the confidence comes just based on something, and that's kind of what I meant by like that confidently arrogant thing. He's air. I'm only saying the arrogant part because I know how that kind of looks to people, um, and most of the time, if, if you get some random person talking like Elon, most of the time they are full of shit. So you know, like, but there are people though that actually do know, and they have some depth, and they're not just blowing smoke. And you know, this is one of these guys. I wouldn't want to work for him, though. I, trust me, you would not want to see an email pop up uh, box from Elon. I, imagine like a Friday at 11 no, o'clock p.m. You see Elon pop up. Yeah. You, you can't just snooze it till Monday. You know you got to respond to that. You might not have a job. <laughs> you got to respond back to that. <laughs> especially if he's focused. Especially if like you're his current focus. My thing is, it's like he focuses oh, on yeah, turn yeah. business. He ain't going to let that go. He ain't going to let that go if you're just focused. Nah. He would respond back to customers on Twitter. Like, yeah, we're going to look into this immediately. Ah, Testing yeah, he'll email his team. Yeah, what I, is this? Like, what? But yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a, that's a good summary, guys. I got anything else? Or should we wrap it up? Nah, I, I the last thing I'll just say, and we, we ain't got to go into a whole conversation on it, is I know we started this conversation with the robots. There's a lot more coming. Like AI, AI is catching everybody by robots? storm right now, and. I, it, yeah. yeah, I think AI right now is a little bit overhyped. We we already had that conversation, but you know what's not going to be overhyped is these damn robots that is coming. And you think, now you have what's the time? What's the what's the timeline? I'm gonna be honest. I really don't even know the that's timeline because listen, ten, listen, ten years, listen, ten, listen, ten. I can tell you that now. That that's that seems that seems very reasonable. Listen, just because think about ten. it, you, you got people like Boston Dynamic that we we didn't even get into them. People go That's go look a boss dynamic on YouTube if you haven't. You got the bot. The robot is the body. You got the large language model, which is the brain. 
Niggas just got to start they'll connecting start the dots and playing Legos. They'll start being in homes in 20... I'll give you the timeline right now. Look, people call me... Hey, come on, on come podcast. on. I'm going to give you the timeline right now. Yo, 24 to 36 months, you'll see those first really expensive robots. And basically, wealthy people and rich people will, will start to... But hey, look at my robot. They'll be like mm. a joke. They'll be kind of like a toy a little bit. You know, a status. They don't look, look, look at my robot. Like, you know what I'm saying? First person to have this. It will be like that, Right. Um, it, it 24 to 36 months. Okay. Um, so then now, hmm. now at the five year mark, it will start to become more, more, more clear that this is something that wealthy people have, right? Them next five years, that five to 10 years, that's when it's going to start. And by the year 10, I'm telling you, what is 2033? Uh, a lot of people will be taking loans out. There'll be robot loans. Like it sounds crazy. It literally sounds no, crazy. no, no, no facts. They will not be personal loans. It'd be robot loans. Look, just like you have like your mortgages. It's just a, it's just a loan, but it's just called a mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the same thing with car loans. Like they're, 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 they're they will have a specific ten years. I promise you. Look, like hold me to it. Look, first person mm. to come and call me wrong. And look, look in 24, like in, by the end of the 24 months, if I'm wrong. I'll give I'll give everybody on this on this podcast right now a thousand cash. And that's nothing. So I might even say two thousand. So look, maybe even more, depending on where like come on. Like I'm telling you, yeah. twenty four to thirty six months, they will be in rich people's place. And they won't be like mad functional, but they'll be enough because look, you're just gonna start with a higher price. That's all they're gonna do. The bot can be like you know, sixty thousand. Yeah, they can be like sixty thousand. Every everybody down, talking about government 000. regulation. Everybody Everybody talking about government regulation for AI. They need to be talking about government regulation for these damn robots. Like, they can't for focus. real. They can't focus. Uh, like, that's, that's more of a threat. That's more of a threat than the, than the AI. In the, in the Elon, short term, at least. Elon's. Especially Elon. Actually, I don't know what's worse. Elon's look less trustworthy. But they're more stiff, though. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, but, like, but the one that's like fluid, it looks more trustworthy, but it seems more dangerous. Though. It's like... It's mm. like... Like, like they seem like I don't, see Tesla, <laughs> I don't see Tesla producing like a commercial robot for at least 10 years. Like, whoever maybe Boston Dynamic is, I'm not sure like where they are, like, commercial with their product seven. or if they even seven. choose to focus on consumers yet. But just seven. give it like we're still waiting on the roaster, like, we, we still waiting, yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. still waiting on the, on the semi truck, you know what I'm saying? Seven. Like, we still waiting on the cyber truck, like, we the, the truck is out, it's, 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 a, it's a product, it's, live. it's in a while. I see it's it a, a product, I see it personally. I saw. It's, it's a product backlog, a, a, a long product backlog, right? You're talking about the semi truck? It just came out though, right? It's the, uh, uh, oh, actually, no, I ain't seen the semi. I ain't seen the semi. I, don't, no, I ain't seen that. Are you talking about the cyber truck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they Wait, they delivering the cyber truck already? It's been yeah, delivered. Apparently, I saw, I saw it on Twitter, bro. I saw it on Twitter. I mean, I ain't see like a bunch of people, but I saw like a, a small amount of people. They look like on the street. Hmm. We're gonna see, man. It's been a while. I mean, he announced it a long time ago. We'll see. Look, I think it's good. Look, seven I'm all, years, I'm all for technology. I'm all. For, I, I can see that. I can see seven years. That feels fair. That feels fair. Yeah. All right. I'm we'll, we'll you, see. It's, it's we'll gonna see. be. It's strange. It's strange. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I can't believe they had that. They came and dropped those videos of walking in the office. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Let's wrap it up. One, All right, y'all. Two, three.